Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Episode number 71. What is a clinging person to do in a changing world? The answer is, suffer. However, by the end of this episode, you will know five insanely Zen ways to be happy in a changing world. So let's get to it. All that is, all that is real, and all that you can ever know are impressions of the objects of your human senses. The self, the thing you think about whenever you think of yourself, and the thing that makes you who you are, cannot be identified with any particular object of your sense experiences. The self is not your brain, an umbrella, or a galaxy. The same is true of the soul, the gods, and unicorns. Nothing in your sense experiences can be identified with Santa Claus. Nothing in the universe can be identified with the self. Nothing in the universe is you. Still, the self is not nothing. It's just a stream of pure sensation, a blooming and buzzing confusion, said psychologist William James. And yet, you choose to identify yourself with certain things in the world of objects, people, and ideas. You love them, you need them, and your desire to possess them attaches you to them. You cling to them like a precious possession. You identify yourself and your happiness with them. 
I am my body. I am my mind. I am my beliefs. I am my occupation. Not only do you desire to possess them, you desire perfect control over them. You want them to be permanent. You want them to be just as they are forever. So you have to stop them from changing, even though change is everywhere, changing everything at every moment. Everything in the universe is temporary, impermanent, and fleeting. Nothing is permanent. The philosopher Alan Watts said, change is just another word for life. We don't really have perfect control over anything. Accidents happen. The human body ages. It sickens and eventually dies. You can't stop it. The mind wanders. It forgets. It misremembers. It gets bored. It sees not what is real, but what it believes is real. If you think you're in perfect control of your beliefs, then try to believe Australia doesn't exist. Your job is obsolete. You're fired. You're replaced by a robot or a computer program. Body, mind, beliefs, profession, Perfect control of the things you desire, cling to, and identify with is an illusion. There is nothing in the universe over which you have perfect control. Of the universe, Buddha said, Not I, not mine, not myself. Your problem is change. And when change happens, still, you just refuse to let go. You cling to these things like a passenger on the Titanic clings to the ship as it is sinking. The objects of your desire and craving and attachment lead to pain and suffering. It can't be helped. It can't be stopped. But your real problem is not change. Your problem is not the problem. It's your response to it that's the problem. A Zen proverb says, let go or be dragged. Clinging to the idea of success leads to fear of failure. Fear of failure deters you from trying new things and prevents you from achieving your full potential. Abraham Maslow said, 
What a man can be, he must be. Clinging to people and things leads to fear of losing someone or something. Dogen, a Zen philosopher, said, live by letting things happen. Clinging to the past leads to fear of the future. Fear of the future keeps you stuck in yesterday. Fear of tomorrow keeps you from embracing today as if you mean it. Alan Watts said, There is never anything but the present. If one cannot live there, one cannot live anywhere. Clinging to youth and life leads to fear of aging and dying. Even the young desire to be young. Even the healthy desire to be healthy. Even the living desire to go on living. Buddha said, I don't know yesterday. I know only today. And it is always today. Clinging to the comfortable and familiar leads to fear of the unknown. A long time ago, a man was arrested for a crime he did not commit. The crime was murder, and although the man was innocent, he was convicted and sentenced to death by hanging. So the man appealed to the king. The king was wise and compassionate. He decided that the man must choose his own fate. The man was shown two doors and was told to choose what was behind the first door or the second door. The king even revealed what was behind one of the doors. The first door was opened, and hanging inside was a rope tied in a noose. The man could only imagine what was behind the second door. A fiendish and even more painful death had probably been prepared for him, he feared. So the man chose the first door. As the noose was tightened around his neck, the man asked the king, what was behind the second door? Freedom, said the king. If you had chosen the second door, I would have set you free. Clinging leads to fear of the unknown. What is a clean person to do in a changing world? Choose the rope. Koans 
are one of the chief cornerstones of Zen Buddhism. K-O-A-N is pronounced Koan. Humans like to understand what a sentence means. Koans are intended to break the thinking mind. A koan is not a puzzle. Figuring out the right answer is not the goal. A koan is not meaningless, but its meaning cannot be discovered by logical thinking and reasoning. Its goal is not to impress others by finding out the right answer before everyone else or by achieving what great minds have already discovered. The goal of a koan is to feel a clear, direct, immediate experience of the world, independent of reason and logic. Clarity is the goal, which can't be touched by reaching for it with logic and reason. You don't solve a koan. A koan solves you. You don't attain enlightenment. Enlightenment attains you. Two hands clap and there is a sound. What is the sound of one hand? Zen seeks clarity. That is all. It's impossible to think clearly when you're flooded with desire, anxiety, and fear. It's impossible to think clearly when you're on fire. Clarity is found not in reason and logic, but in emptiness. Koans are a tool to help you find a place of emptiness inside yourself. In that empty place, there's no desire, no craving, and no expectation. Have you ever wanted something, really wanted something with all your heart? You work for it. You dream about it, and finally, you possess it. How does this make you feel? Whenever you get something you really want, you feel happy. You feel happy because your wish has been fulfilled. You feel happy because your desire has been satisfied. You feel happy because your craving has ended. Just imagine how you feel in that place of emptiness inside yourself, where all desire and all craving have been extinguished like a great fire. Oh, happiness, what happiness! Now you see the world as it really is, and see yourself as you really are. 
you see everything without expectation and with perfect clarity. In that place of emptiness, said Alan Watts, don't try to be, just be. So what does the world look like to one who is not on fire? Have you ever looked, really looked, at a pencil, an ordinary number two yellow pencil? You've probably seen no further than its practical utility and function. But if you think about an ordinary pencil, think about it with no expectations, no assumptions, and perfect clarity. A pencil will teach you five important Zen rules about how to live a happy, virtuous life. First, like a pencil, you are capable of great and amazing things, but only if you put yourself in someone else's hands. Trust other people. Open yourself and your life to others. Lean on friends. Follow the wise. Listen to seniors. Mentors are everywhere if you look for them. You are a social being. You were born to be in the company of others. Two people were required to create you. Put yourself in other people's hands to achieve your full human potential. Second, like a pencil, Sharpening is rough and even painful, but it is necessary to make you a better pencil. Seneca said, Life's no soft affair. It's a long road you've started on. You can't but expect to have slips and knocks and falls and get tired. Be intimate with your fear. Befriend your fear. Listen to your fear. Respect your fear. Fear is an opportunity to grow hard and durable. Everyone thinks of himself as strong. But you only really know how strong you are once you are tested. Fear sharpens you for your test, like a pencil. Don't be afraid. Don't choose the rope. Fear is just a feeling. You feel hot. You feel hungry. You feel sad. You feel afraid. As long as you don't obey your fear 
It has no power over you. You must act on your fear to be enslaved by it. Life doesn't happen between your ears. Third, be humble. That's why pencils have erasers. Don't be afraid to accept responsibility for your mistakes. Back up, erase, and start over. The philosopher, Augustine of Hippo, was asked to name the three human qualities most admired by God. The first is humility, the second is humility, and the third is humility, St. Augustine replied. Fourth, like a pencil, leave your mark on everything you touch. No one in Athens ever met Socrates without a fascinating story to tell about meeting him. No chess player ever met Jose Raul Capablanca without something interesting to say about him. Every fan who met Sean Connery has an unforgettable story to tell. You cross paths with many people on a daily basis. You play a pivotal role in the lives of many others. And you leave a lasting impression on every person and on every life you touch. Make it a good impression. Make it a positive impression. Make it a meaningful impression. Leave a mark written in their heart, never to be effaced. And fifth, like a pencil, your most important and precious possessions are on the inside. What the world gives, it can take away. No one can take away the things only you can give yourself, the things inside you. Your wisdom, experience, courage, and humility. Your kindness, compassion, dignity, and honesty. Your integrity, generosity, loyalty, and good sense, your humor, strength, peace, and serenity. What makes you, you, the most important things about you are on the inside. You need more awe in your life, don't you? Seek clarity. Learn to see your world as it really is. Learn to see yourself as you really are. Believe me, it's the ride of your life. A pencil is amazing, and you are more than a pencil. Imagine what is inside you, just waiting to explode. 
you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself. Question everything. Accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good.